Shalom Aleichem, we're learning the Sikh of Chavdala Tevis, and this is Geshmak, the original Fabrengen. What the Rebbe said in the follow-up of the Sikha that we learned is just mind-blowing, absolutely mind-blowing. So here we go. So the Rebbe started the Fabrengen, Shabbos Pasha Smois, Chavhei Tevis, Mavarchem Achedesh, Shvat Tavshinam Gimel, Rebbe spoke about Shabbos Mavarchem, and the fact that's the follow-up of Chavdala Tevis. Fine, the Rebbe spoke about various things in connection with that. And then the Rebbe goes like this, in continuation in the, to what we said earlier, that besides the fact that every Shabbos Mavarchim is special, there's something spe- specific about Shabbos Mavarchim of this year, of this month, because we're about, we're blessing the month of Shvat, especially by Chassidus Chabad, Yud Shvat is the Lula of the Rebbe the Shved. And this is, is highlighted especially Shabbos Mavarchim HaChadosh, because the whole idea of having a Fabrengen in Shabbos Mavarchim was established by the Balai Lula Asir B'Shvat. In those years, the Rebbe was mainly only Fabrengen on Yitzvat, unless it was a Yemed Apagada, the only Shabbos Fabrengens were on the, sorry, on the Shabbos Mavarchim. Um, on the regular Shabbos, there wasn't necessarily a Fabrengen. And there's another idea in the fact that Erev Shabbos was Chav Then the Rebbe continued speaking about what we learned from the Sicha, in um, Yanei Torah that were written by the Rebbes close to the time of their Istalmas, by the Alta Rebbe, Yigeris HaKedosh, Semen Chav, and the Shema Nefesh HaShveila, and the Fidik Rebbe, the Maimar Basilagan. Continues the Rebbe after, after them. And over here we see an amazing thing. So that's it, we're talking about the Alta Rebbe, who was in the Shama Chadasha, like the Sichus of the Rebbe Sein Nesiyen bring. Whole story what the Neshama Chadasha is. And by the Alter Rebbe himself, when was this written? In a time of Maimed the Matzav of Golos, Shabbosay Golos. Why? Because he had to run away from Napoleon. He backed the Russian side in the army in the war between the French and the Russians. And Napoleon was after him. And his physical situation was difficult. It was freezing. It's January in Russia. And he had incredible Yisudin. Um... I think he, and he says he even threw up, etc. whatever, I'm not sure what that means exactly. It was very bitter. And we know that the Golos atones, and someone who doesn't need atonement, so what does Golos accomplish? It brings them incredible things, higher levels in Tusha. And besides that, the ultimate elevation that he has with the time of his Istalkos, like his children, the Mnei right in their introduction to Shulchan Aruch, that in the time of his Istalkos, incredible things happening, and his mind was absolutely clear. And nevertheless, notwithstanding all the incredible things that we're talking about, the time of Golos and before his Istalkos, what does he reach? What does he write about? He writes about what is accomplished through Nefesh Ashvela, which you cannot achieve that level simply with MS, but rather with chesed. And through that, Dafke, you accomplish the ultimate kavan of and turning this place not only to Dida, but into a Gan, a place of pleasure. Now, because we were told this, we have to learn in our Hashem. When you meet a Yid who's in a situation of a Nefesh Hashvela, do not think you shouldn't think that because you have no relationship with them, the guy's on a totally different level, I have nothing to do with them, so therefore I'll avoid them. No! 
Midas Chesed demands that you have to connect and engage and deal with the person. And through that, that you'll have an influence. Then you'll understand after that, that the main person you have to fix is not them, it's you. In the beginning, he didn't think he has to deal with himself. He thought he's in a good situation. Right? Love covers all sins. In other words, you convince yourself you're fantastic. So therefore, says the devil, what do you have to do in order to discover your own faults? Go work with somebody else. And then you'll come to an awareness that what you see by the other person is a mirror of yourself, like the famous thing of the Baal Shem Tev, the famous uh, teaching of the Baal Shem Tev, that when you see the bad in somebody else, it's simply a, a reflection of your own. And then you'll fix yourself. And this is the way Avaita is done. This is the Seder of Avaita. First, you deal with the other person. Even when you think that the person is a low life, literally never shashvela, low soul. Zokmenem, you tell him, don't look the way he seems. Don't look at a superficial reality, but deal with him. Engage with him. Like the Baal Shem Tov says, you have to love every Yid, even someone who's in a far-fetched corner. And therefore, wherever you meet a Yid, you have to engage with him. And that will accomplish that you'll also engage, on, you'll also work on yourself. Because even a tzaddik gummer who serves Hashem Tanugim, nevertheless, he's still somewhat of an entity. He loves Hashem. Yeshmi Shalev, famous expression of Chassidus, you love. So you're still an identity. So that means you're not complete. You haven't totally lost yourself. Because yes, existence is not complete, is, is not absolute sincerity. It's not, it's not complete because you're still independent. So therefore, even if you're at the level of a tzaddik gum, working with somebody else will have an effect on you as well. And the continuation to what we said, there's another gishmake in, even though now is not the time to talk about it in extensive, extensively, in a, rather in a different time. What's the point I want to highlight regarding the two sfarim of the Al-Tadeba that were printed in his lifetime? As we know, most of the sfarim of the Al-Tadeba were Printed only after his estalpus, the Shulchan Aruch, the Siddur, etc. What was printed in his lifetime? A small sliver of the Shulchan, which became part of the Shulchan Aruch, Hilchas Talmud and then Sefer Atan. Now both the Sfarim start with the same thing. Hilchas Talmud starts and says, even though the Katam, a, a child under Barabbas Mitzvah, is potter from all mitzvahs, and the father is not obligated to be mechanachim, but mitzvahs not the only motive they save them. And then the Altadabah continues what exactly the, the obligations are. What does Tanya talk about? Also about young children. They make a swear that we'll be a tzaddik. When does that happen? When we're still in our mother's womb or as we're being born. Now, l'chayda, surprising. Why does the Altadabah not start with the basic principle that Talmud Torah is a mitzvah seven Torah, that the father has an obligation to teach his son Torah, and when is that from when he starts? When do you have to do when he starts talking? Why does he rather start by saying a child is putter from all mitzvahs, and the father is also not chayiv to be mechakol mitzvahs? Did they say that? And then, however, did they uh, teach Torah, etc.? Okay, that's the question. However, we see here the fact is regardless of the question, that he dafka starts with a katan. Because even when someone's a katan, he has everything. Everything's within them. 
How much more sense for that Tanya? The Nilpas Tamatoya is at least talking about a child that could, is starting to speak at two years old. Tanya is talking about somebody the moment they're born or even before they're born. So what's the point that both Swarm that Alter Rebbe wrote in his lifetime in, talk about such, such an age and stage? Because the Indian is that immediately when a child's born, we give him the whole Torah, including Primisatari. Even though he's not shy to understand, the Neshama understands. And not the way the Neshama is above, but rather the Neshama, the way it's Begut. And therefore, they fill him up and they make him swear. When does it happen? At the end of the pregnancy. Not at the beginning when he's purely, mostly in Shamayim. And everything's Behelim. Um, but rather, mom is close to his death. Now, uh, sorry, close to his birth. Now, even though during pregnancy we teach him the old Torah, that is only to the Neshama. And then the Neshama doesn't have a shaykhist to the Guf. Because the Guf has no shaykhist to any of us. However, Mashbiyam says at the end of pregnancy, already then the Neshama is already having an impact on the Guf. And immediately after that, therefore, birth can happen, and then the bismillah, etc. So this is what the Altadab is highlighting. Immediately when a child's born, the moment he is literally being introduced to Ur, not Ma'ur, he's being introduced to this re reality, we already give him everything he needs, and in a pneumistic way. So what's the lesson? When you go out to the world and you meet a yid that doesn't know anything, you have to know that notwithstanding that person's situation, and even if he's literally like a baby who doesn't know anything, you have to give him everything. Literally pump that guy up. That he has to have all his keiches full. Give him everything he needs. Not only chesreinan, but like in the Bdach of Burin uh, uh, not only Burin Nefashas, Abbas Chesenin, they're lax, but even Lahachis Ben Nevish things of pure pleasure. That, like we said earlier, that even the Nefesh Hashfela, in the Shekara Olam, you accomplish Basi Lagani. The Chaim Alashon, such a beautiful, beautiful Nakuda that it ever brings, a few Nakudas that we just learned that followed the Sicha that we learned in Nakuda Sicha.